0: words of a Well, actually, um, in of nature of reflection, should we take a moment for ourselves? And first question, um, how are you doing with Christmas? You feel a bit busy? Possibly a little stressed? Is it just another day? If you're me, what on earth are you going to buy for your brother What is going on for you when I say the word Christmas in 10 days time? Just have a think about that. And then as you hold that thought, Jesus in it all. Is Jesus still in that manger somewhere two thousand years ago, or is he right up close and personal, or somewhere in between? Where's Jesus right now? What I'd love to invite you to do is to hold on to that image of Jesus. And as I speak and we look at these words of John, to actually allow Jesus to come closer to where you are right now. So let's pray for a moment. And Jesus Christ, we thank you that you are the ever present. And as we consider these words of John and all that Advent is to us, and the busyness where you allow us to pause to reflect and to open our hearts to see you more clearly. Amen. Amen. Um, it must be about six weeks ago that I first saw yearly coca cola album. Does everybody recognize holidays? is <laughs> coming. Um, and I think I was um, just looking out my bedroom window or something, I saw a, a, a London bus driving past. I thought, yeah, okay, cool. Christmas is coming, we all know that. Um, and then I was chatting to, to a friend in, uh, in the library, that I gave to, and just teasing out a little bit about the nature of Christmas and Advent. And I suddenly realized that, in one sense, this branding is true. Holidays are coming, in a very practical way. Christmas is coming. But Christmas, for us as Christians, and the true nature of what it is, is actually always coming, and always here. And what the season of Advent is about is not just Considering the approach and the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ and all that did, that does, that will do to change our lives, to change human history. But to know that He will come again and that Christmas is always, always present. The holidays are always here in the nature of His kingdom and all that we're caught up in. Actually, as then is a time to reflect that Jesus came that he has come and he will come again and that's what's going on when we uh, we open John's gospel um, I love John John is some Jesus from a different angle compared to Matthew Mark and Luke and rather than stepping into a kind of historical of Jesus, you know, this happened in Bethlehem, and um, wise men and everything, which is super, super important, and uh, I love to read in the other three Gospels. Actually, John dives in with this deep theological point of the eternity of Jesus, and the ever-present reality of Jesus Christ. So now let's read together. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 18, page 1,000. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness is not overcome this is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me is surpassed me because he was before me.
1: Out of his fullness,
0: we have all received grace place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him. Just pause for a moment and look at those words. What strikes you? And different things will jump out for each of us. But what I'd love to tease out this morning, is the fact that John bookends his Gospel, these words, this poem almost, with this deep truth of the eternity of the Word of Jesus Christ, and the practical reality of Jesus making God known, showing us who God is. And so you look at verses 1, 2, verse 18, and again and again, John is declaring, he's eternal, he's eternal, he was always God, he's always with you. So verses 1 and 2. In the beginning was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And then John flows through, and closes with verse 18. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him and what John is declaring here, what Jesus is declaring here, what the Spirit of the Father is declaring to us is that Advent is a time to know that he is eternal. He is always with us. And through with the Spirit he makes the Father made to us. which leads to some fairly radical outlooks for us as Christians, for <laughs> all the people who come to know Jesus, that actually this Christian faith, this Advent time is about all of our lives. It's not just some isolated event, wonderful as it was, that happened in the manger a couple of thousands of years ago. That actually we live now in this in-between of, Jesus broke it. Everything changed at Christmas, but we're living for the hope of all that is to come. Some theologians uh, express it as kind of like a marriage, The Christmas time, that major aspect was the engagement. But we're waiting as Christians for the marriage, the fulfilment of it all, when he'll come again. And we live in this wonderful in-between we approach God with confidence through Jesus. So it's about all of our life, every aspect of our life right now, of our nation, is sovereign over it all. And then it's about the fact that Jesus is the eternal God. That in this great in-between of the engagement and marriage, he's not a distant God. He's eternally with us and up close and personal. That he longs to get to know us better, to walk with us, face to face. That actually the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, with the Father sent the Spirit to dwell in and amongst us. As we go further through the New Testament, as we
1: pick up Acts,
0: as we look at the New Testament lens, what do they tell us? The Spirit of balance that he didn't leave us as orphans. That's John, they I will not leave you as orphans. I'll send it, my Spirit. That he's a close God. And if we go back to that story of me having a conversation with my friend about the Coca-Cola advert, why do we even have that conversation? Why would we be talking about this Jesus? Well, it's because he's a personal Jesus. He's the Word he made flesh. But we're filled with the Spirit when we know and love him. He's a personal God. And so is Christians. On a Tuesday night, or on Wednesday morning, we can just chat about him. We know him. He's with us in this in-between of engagement and marriage. So it's all of life, and it's Jesus, the eternal God with us. And thirdly, it's Jesus filling us with all the fullness of God. Actually, as the New Testament builds, as we go through the letters, As the early church wrestled out what it meant to really know and love this Lord Jesus Christ, the things that are written are things like Ephesians three, where Paul says, "I pray that you will be filled with the fullness of God," and that's the radical outworking of our faith of Christmas time. That that can be deeply true, that we're filled with the power. The presence of the living God. Um, I'm not sure he's a theologian, but he's a great cultural thinker <laughs> who I really like. And there's a guy called Mark Sayers and he just says this. Unlike Adam and Eve, who went out of the garden of Eden, in the context of the without the presence of God, we, through Jesus, are called to go out with his presence. We go out with his presence. And so what faith is saying to us is that this is about all of your life, this Jesus thing. That in Jesus, the word made flesh, God is eternally with you, eternally with us, eternally in and working through this world. And we can, are, should be filled with all the fullness of God, that we're people of His presence. And that changes everything. Which lends us, I think, with some um, just practical things to wrestle. To know that our Advent is an active reality. It is a time to reflect, but there's also an active element to it. Um, And Jesus is actively with us. He's actively with each of you. And so the first encouragement is to consider the whole story. The whole story of Scripture. Actually, as we use Christmas as a focal point, we then almost extrapolate out to the big picture. The big narrative of salvation of all that is happening, of all that has happened, and all that is to come. And the great joy that that is—he's actively with you. And just as he's actively with you, he doesn't impose, but rather he invites. And so, the encouragement during our time is to consider how am I actively with Jesus? Back to that first question: Where do you picture Jesus? Where do Jesus, how are you actively with Him. An encouragement to bend into the simple and ancient disciplines. to be actively with him. To invite Jesus to come right up close and personal this Christmas time. So before we go any further, let's pause to, to close this part of the service. And just consider, again, where is Jesus and how can you, how can I, be actively with him over the next 10 days this Christmas.